0: The pessimist says, my glass is half empty. The optimist says, my glass is half full. But the psalmist says, my cup runneth over. How do we find joy, unspeakable, and happiness, and really just live the overcoming life, at least in the most mundane of days, and sometimes even in the most troubling of days, but especially in the most joyful of days? You know, there are some people that just feel like something has to be wrong, or things just aren't right. Have you ever known someone that just seemed to always speak in doom and gloom and live in such a poor, miserable state. I won't mention her name, but I had a friend before she went home hopefully to be with the Lord, that used to always complain, not just about her physical ailments, but about her family and friends and how the world was just going to hell in a hand basket. And then she would even complain about things that she was just finding around her, the weather and the temperature and how she was too fat or how she had lost too much weight and her skin was drooping. And anyway, I learned to just grab her and say whatever she said, you know what, let's just pray about it. It. And I'd grab her and just start praying in her ear. And eventually she got to the place where she would start to complain and she would look at me and say, no, it's okay. It's okay. And you know, if we would just stop and sometimes do that too, stop as we're complaining or stop before we even begin and just look upward and say, you know what, God, it's all going to be okay. I just know it is. Do you remember in the uh, beloved children's tale, Tigger and Winnie the Pooh book? For Eeyore, no matter what the circumstances coming his way, it was always doom and gloom. But for Tigger, who would just jump and just rebound through life, not a care in the world, he never perceived anything to go wrong. You know, in our daily lives, it's easy to have that bouncing back attitude, and one day everything's just horrible, and... Then it takes something really special to make life look great again. Well, you know, in scripture, the brand of joy we choose or not choose isn't overcoming our inner Eeyore, nor is it just strolling through with rose-colored glasses. Instead, here's the key question we should ask. What is it? What is is it, my friend, that gives us true joy? If it is simply our circumstances around us, then that's not really what joy is, because everybody is going to have their share of problems and their share of successes. You know, it says in scripture that it rains on both the just and the unjust. That means whether you're good, bad, or ugly, when you step outside and there's water coming down, it's going to rain on you. My husband, Bud, remembered when he was a little boy and going to vacation Bible school, he had his first dose of real belief at about the age of nine, and he had his new little Bible they gave him, and walking home, it started to rain, and he put it up on his head because he just knew his little Bible wouldn't get wet. Well, unfortunately, it did, and it made him question, which was good, does my Bible get wet? Do I get wet? When I go through life's troubles, will it hurt? As it hurts other people, if I'm a good person, will I have less trouble? Sometimes, you know, we don't know what the answers are. And that's why we go to our encyclopedia, our basic instruction before leaving earth. B-I-B-L-E, to find out what does God say about this. Here's what happens though. Psalm 1611 says, You make known to me the path of life, and you fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. So in spite of my circumstances, I can still have that inner contentment, that inner joy that the world can't take away. That doesn't have to do with my happiness. It doesn't have to do with sadness and grief at the death of a loved one or going through the problems and the trials of this life. But happiness is simply, I guess, a state of mind, but joy is our contentment, our mindset. It's what cannot be taken away, and it is not dependent upon the circumstances where happiness is. Paul said, I have learned whatever circumstance I am in to be content. He says, I've learned the secret of being content. And there is a secret, my friend, because in the midst of it all, we can consider what is pure. We are to think on what is pure and lovely and good and to meditate on. These things. And I never want to forget one of my favorite scriptures, Nehemiah 8:10, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Do you need more strength in this old hard world, my friend? Do you need more joy? Then look to the one who is the giver of joy. Stop in the midst of whatever your downtime, your horrible circumstances, your trials, your temptations. Stop and just say, nevertheless, God, I choose in this moment to praise you. I am not grateful and thankful for this particular issue going through my life, but I am grateful and thankful in it that I have you to take on my burden. I have you to turn to and I have you to be the source of my joy. God, I pray right now for the one listening that you would give them today an extra added amount of joy and the peace that passes understanding and that you would lead them to great joy in you that no matter what's going on around them, their joy basket is full. And I thank you in advance as I pray they do in Christ's name. Amen.